Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Disruptive Nutrition's 12-week trifecta transformation. We always say that wherever you are in your journey, we have a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition. And we have learned over the years that some diet disruptors need more support when it comes to not just their nutrition, but to their mindsets, habits, and long-term sustainability plan. That's why Disruptive Nutrition has developed an exclusive coaching program designed for those who are the most serious, committed, and ready to invest in themselves so that what they learn truly lasts a lifetime. Our 12-week trifecta transformation is the only program where I personally coach clients to truly dive deep into not just what their body needs, but how their mindsets and actions intertwine. This is our most exclusive program where clients must be interviewed and invited to apply. So we encourage you to explore if you are a good fit by visiting our website, www.disruptyournutrition.com and scroll down to the 12-week trifecta transformation area to book an interview call now. Diet Disruptors, Carrie here, and it's summer. It's summertime. If you are watching me live today, hello, hello, hello. If you're watching me live, write summer in the comments. Uh, If you're watching this on a replay or if you're listening to this on our podcast, just go ahead and write summertime in the comments anyway. And then I know that you're watching or listening along I love the summertime. I am a big, now this is going to sound funny. I'm a big water girl. I love to sit by a pool or be on the beach. I don't actually like to go in the water. (laughs) My, my, my pool at my house, we joke all the time because I will sit by the pool. In fact, when we built the pool, I wanted a little platform that I could put a chair in so I could just get a little bit wet, feel the cool water, but not actually go swimming. So I don't know about any of you, but I love summer, love the water, just don't love to go in. But here's the thing. When summer starts, uh, I hear from women all the time, oh my gosh, I really can't start any sort of nutritional approach now because, you know, summer is starting. And I think, oh my goodness. We've got to get past that. We have to get past the dieting mindset that we are starting something and we can't do it with regular life. 
If that is the case, then I need you all to be thinking about what it is that you're doing. Because with disruptive nutrition, we always talk about how it's simple, sustainable, and satisfying. But here's the biggest thing. We should be able to do what we're doing anywhere, at any time, in any situation. It should be about understanding food and recognizing how to choose the foods that are going to serve you, recognize that food also serves your soul, and never feel deprived. It's sort of like saying, oh no, I am not going to budget my money now because it's the summertime and I want to be able to spend all the money I want. Well, it's not possible, right? Like you don't have all the money in the world. And even if you had a lot of money, you still got to think about how you spend it. We do need to be conscious of the money that we spend, right? And nobody could just be like, nah, forget it. I'll start thinking about money maybe in the fall when things calm down. That's essentially what so many of you are doing right now. When we get on phone calls with you, when our coaches are opening up our calendars and we're talking to women, they're like, yeah, right now, you know, summer sports vacation. And I'm like, this is the time. This is the time to learn because when you can do this during the summer, you can do this anytime. And with support by your side, my goodness, come on. Right. So I want us to be thinking about the mindset around I can't do something during a certain time. I also think you all have been around the block long enough to know that life doesn't get simpler or easier or less chaotic. Right. Life is like it, it, sometimes it feels like week after week, we're like, oh, next week when things come down or next month when things come down, they're never going to come down. So you can't have a nutritional approach that requires a calm, perfect life. It's just never going to happen. And then you're never going to be successful. And here's what we know. The longer that you are gaining weight, for example. Now, I am not all about the number on the scale. In fact, we train our clients not to even have the scale because we know that there are so many better measures of progress. But weight gain is a symptom of health and hormones, your cravings, a lack of sleep, so many different kind of ways that your body is talking to you, is telling you, hey, we're in trouble here. And there are short-term impacts. And then there are long-term impacts. And the root of everything that we're talking about, and this is why it's so different, is not about dieting. It is not about going on a diet so you can fit into a bikini. You can wear a bikini anytime you want. It is about adopting a nutritional approach that is based in science that you would even want and, and encourage your kids to do and something you can do for the rest of your life. And so if that meets the criteria, then why not jump in during the summer? But I also know, I've been doing this long enough to see that there's some people who are just not going to wrap their head around that. And they're like, no. And I get it because here's the thing. The approach that we teach when you really dig in, there's a little bit of a learning curve. It's different than anything you've ever done before. You get to have carbs. You get to serve your body. You get to think differently about your body. You get to think differently about food. You get a full-on education so much so you could teach others. And that might be a little bit more than you want to take on this summer. I am all about saying no to things that you can't have do, have the capacity for, or should introduce into your life right now. But I am not about sabotage. And the bottom line is, what we know and why everything that we teach is so different is because it is around blood, blood sugar stabilization. In fact, this summer, I'm going to do a series all about that in a way that I have literally never done before. So stay tuned for that because I'm going to teach you more and more about the science behind it. But 
blood sugar stabilization does require when you're really wanting to dig in and understand it's kind of like learning a new language uh those of you that have been around for a while know that we moved my daughters and i moved a few years ago to mexico just got up packed their stuff got an apartment i enrolled them in school they didn't speak a word of spanish and we did it that was hard real hard they didn't speak any spanish and let me tell you the first few months of living in Mexico were some of the hardest in our lives. My husband didn't come with us. It was just me and my girls. They were in seventh and eighth grade. It was miserable, but it got easier. It got easier. And then by about January, they were speaking Spanish. And then by March, they were literally like completely dreaming and functioning in Spanish. That's crazy. That's amazing, right? So I always talk about when you really learn this the right way, and you don't take shortcuts and you really dig in, it is like learning a new language, but way easier. Take the year that we went to Mexico and condense it into, you know, I don't know, a few days of 15 to 20 minutes, you know, maybe a couple of weeks. So I get it. Some of you are just like, yeah, even if it's just 15 to 20 minutes a day digging in right now, I just don't feel like I have the bandwidth for, and I can a hundred percent appreciate that but it doesn't mean we sabotage yourself. We are not going to make this a summer of sabotage. We are not going to make this a, well, in the fall, I'm going to really get on because the amount of actual regression damage and at risk we can put ourselves on by not understanding blood sugar stabilization is just silly when it's really simple. Because if it's this simple, and we can do some summer hacks where you don't get the whole thing, I would say something is better than nothing, then you can get yourself into a place of truly being ready to dive in in the fall. Okay. So um, let's just go over some real kind of summer thinking here. Now, the other thing that I want to say about summer is that it can completely derail us, um, especially if you aren't where you want to be. So let's say you were like in January, okay, you know, I had that resolution and I was going to go on another diet. And then maybe, or maybe you heard from me and realized that was silly, but you still never really jumped in and you were like, I, I can figure it out on my own. And you know what? You haven't really made any progress. So now you're feeling like oh, I'm going on vacation. I'm not feeling confident about the way that I look or the way that I feel. So it's like, what's the point? You know, if I adopt some changes now, it's not like my weight is going to change tomorrow. So maybe I just forget it. I don't want you to think that like that at all. Your why has to be so much deeper than that. I want you, and with 1% progress, doing something different every single day, you can make significant progress over the summer. You can think differently about what it means to be successful each and every day. And the empowerment that you feel versus the discouragement that you feel by not digging in, there's nothing comparable. You can be empowered. And I want you to think about where you're going to be at the end of the summer. If you can implement, I have 15 tips of ways that you can implement little tweaks and strategies into your summer so that it doesn't, you don't even have to think about it. You don't sound like learning a new language, but if you do any amount of these 15 tips between now and the end of summer, you're going to be in a much better place than you are today. How does that sound? Sound good? All right. Put it in the comments. 15. If you are ready for my 15 tips that are going to help get you there, quick, simple strategies that are going to keep you from sabotaging and actually move you forward. They're game changers. I promise they're all a little piece of what we teach in our larger programs, but let me give you a little bit now. Okay. So number one, I want you to spend a little bit of time with yourself 
intentionally each morning, five minutes, five minutes. All you have to do is say, how do I want to feel today? That's it. How do I want to feel today? And look ahead at your day. What do I have going on? When am I going to kind of fuel myself with food? Just be thoughtful about when am I going to eat today? Like, what do I have in front of me? I'm not asking you for any more than that. Just a tiny little bit of self-awareness so that you could be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll throw some food into a cooler bag because I know I'm going to be out later on in the afternoon. Or I have this party tonight. I know I'm not going to go there empty with an empty stomach. We're going to talk about that. Uh, So I'm going to just sort of get myself fueled up a little bit. Or do I have some quick, easy grab-and-go meals? Just five minutes. That's it. Spend a little time with yourself intentionally. What will look like a day of success for you? How do you want to feel? And what is a successful day going to look like? I don't care about tomorrow. I don't care about the next day. Just look at today, okay? Five minutes of intentionality in the morning, okay? Number two, another quick and easy hack for the summer is to have a protein shake. I am not about a protein shake diet. I hear about this all the time. Oh, people will say to me, oh, you tell people to drink protein shakes. I'm like, yeah, I do. Of course I do. The concept of blood sugar stabilization means we have to make sure that our blood sugar levels are staying stabilized all day long. Spikes and dips, a roller coaster are going to not just give you short-term issues like fatigue, like um, skin issues, like cravings, like weight gain, but it's also going to put you at massive risk for metabolic disease that includes high cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, obesity, heart attack, stroke, cancer, all of those things, all because of a dysregulated blood sugar. Crazy, right? So if we have to fuel ourselves all day, if we have a couple of protein shakes to do that, it's fast, it's easy, and we know we're getting the right balance of protein, fats, and carbs to keep our blood sugar regulated. So why not, instead of waking up and not having anything to eat, which is what I think most people do that don't understand this, within an hour of waking up, have a balanced protein shake. It's going to give you what you need. It's not going to spike your blood sugar levels. It's going to keep you satisfied, and they're really yummy really yummy. So uh, I will also say that not all protein shakes are created equal. There are some really, really crappy ones. I'll put a link to the ones, the only ones that we recommend. And we, a few times a year, we'll do something called a shake it off program where we just do um, show you how to incorporate one or two shakes into your meals over two weeks and see a massive um, a massive amount of difference in your energy levels, in your weight, in, in so many different things. So if that's something you're interested in, I want you to put shake it off in the comments and we'll see if we get enough interest, we'll run one of those this summer. Okay. So number three, here's what I want you to do. I want you to avoid the spike. The blood sugar spike comes when you get really hungry and you just carb up. Okay. And so when you get really hungry, you're going to crave carbs. So I want you to just, I want you to try to eat before you feel hungry and do not just have carbs because that is going to spike your blood sugar. And then you're going to dip even faster than if you didn't. And there are certain types of carbs, like you have sweet versus starchy carbs, right? So if you have the choice, go with more of the vegetables than a candy, Okay, because you might be craving the candy, but the carbs and the vegetables are going to give you what you need as well. And then just try to pair that if you can with a fat 
and with the protein. If you can't do it all, no problem. If you just have that carb, then pair it with some fat if you can. But I don't want you to overthink it. When you work with us, which I want y'all to be doing, we are going to teach you how to balance your blood sugar, but just start thinking about the basics. Don't just go all carbs. Pair it with other food that is going to help balance your blood sugar, a protein and a fat. If you're not even sure what they are, don't stress about it. Just try to grab some of that and keep that at bay, okay? Um, nuts are a really good fat to be able to have along with your carb. All right, number four, I want you to start having some smaller meals, okay? Even if they're not perfect, you don't know how to do perfectly balanced meals the way that we teach, no problem. Just bring your portion down a little bit. So a great example is I love a good Reuben sandwich. And so, but I, I don't have them very often. They don't make me feel very good, but they, they serve my soul. But one little hack that I have is they give me, and especially in America, we give big portions. I do a sandwich and I eat half of it, wrap it up, and then eat the other half three hours later. So simple. You're still eating it, but you're not getting that big uh, sugar spike because you've eaten so much. When you overeat, you'll store fat, okay? So that's a super easy hack. Okay, number five, you go to any parties, barbecues, any of that stuff, do not go to those parties hungry. Give yourself like a protein shake or even a half a protein shake or a protein bar before you go. Again, if you don't know how to make your meals so that they're balanced, so they balance your blood sugar, a good protein shake can help you to do that. And if you do decide to get a couple of bags of protein shake, I'll put the link in there. We will send you some shake recipes to go along with that. So that's going to be fun. But if you want to do our shake program, let us know and we'll, and we'll um, dig into that. But have that before you go to the party, because as soon as you go to the party and they have all those snacky foods out there, you're going to snack on them. And it's not about the calories. That's not what I'm talking about. It's the blood sugar spike. You want to keep it regulated as much as you can. You know your blood sugar is regulated when you're this is a real basic definition, kind of ready to eat, satisfied, ready to eat, satisfied. And if you're just um, eating, if you're not eating a balance of protein, fats, and carbs, you're not going to really feel that way. Okay. So that's why a protein shake is good to have. Have a half of one before you go to your party. Um, all right. So here's another great hack before eating anything. And if you're like, I don't even know what a PFC meal is. They talk about it all the time and I don't understand it. It's okay. You can get there this summer. Add green vegetables and really any kind of a light vegetable, but add a green vegetable before you eat a meal. So you can even do this with your kids. So let's say they love mac and cheese. Okay. It's real carby. It's going to spike your blood sugar. It's got a lot of stuff in it, right? Have a fibrous vegetable beforehand. So a green salad, spinach, peppers, even carrots, something like that with the fiber in it, that's going to help absorb and keep your blood sugar low. Super easy hack. Okay. All right. Number seven. Now I always talk about the six spinning plates. Okay. And the six spinning plates is the formula. Once you understand what it takes to spin all of those six plates, you can spin them knowing that sometimes when you spin one, it automatically starts spinning another. And if you are plateauing, if you feel like you're off a little bit, if you're not where you need to be, you don't go looking for a new diet. You just go looking at the plates and say, which of them is not spinning? So the six plates, nutrition, exercise, water, sleep, managing stress, and supplements. So let's talk about supplements for a second. You can supplement smarter, not harder. Supplements are real important to fill the gap of which whole foods cannot, especially these days. We need our micronutrients. We need our vitamins. We need our antioxidants. We need certain types of supplements 
basic and foundational that are going to support our gut. They're going to help reduce inflammation. They're going to help balance our blood sugar. They're going to help improve our circulation. Okay. And so having a couple of supplements are going to be really important. One of my favorite is the restore digestive enzyme. If you had to pick one, that is probably one of my absolute favorites. Your second brain is in your gut. And if you can get your gut healthy, you can start to really get your body into a place where it can start to release the weight. If you just did that, that will make a huge difference in your body. In fact, I just had a whole bunch of tests done from a uh, functional medical practitioner. And she said to me, your digestive enzymes are the best I have ever seen, ever seen. And I only started doing the restore back in October. So that is a link I will put in there for you as well. Um, That is like, probably like, if you just are going to go with one, that would be a huge one. But another spinning plate is hydration. I'm going to talk about that in a second, but a clean electrolyte will give you the electrolytes that you need, the sodium, the potassium, the magnesium that your body needs and hydrate you. 75% of the world is dehydrated. So that might be another one to consider, but if you have any questions, you can put them in the comments and then we can help you to determine which basic supplements would be really smart for you to start with that. Literally, even if you didn't think about your food that much and you just did that, that could help at least keep you from sabotaging so that when you're really ready to jump in, you are already off to a good start. Okay. Number eight, limit gluten and dairy. I know that sounds crazy. A lot of people are like, wait, what? I get it. There are so many options with gluten these days. I have actually recently found out in my testing that I am very much gluten intolerant. And in fact, many of you are, I didn't know it right? I am very in tune with my body. And when I do our four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch, I eliminate gluten for a month and then I can slowly integrate it back in. I don't feel anything in my gut. I don't feel anything in my inflammation, but what I'm realizing is the fatigue that sets in after a while, after I do a four weeks to wellness. And it has been confirmed that my gluten intolerance is likely causing that. Who knew? I didn't have like a visceral reaction right away, but the gluten that is in so many of our foods today is not like the gluten was 20, 30 years ago. And most of us have an inflammatory response or other type of response that our body is saying, hey, don't love this. So if you could just like, I mean, bonza pasta is a great swap. I do a ton of non, like there's so many options out there where you don't need to have the gluten or dairy. And I'm not saying you have to do that all the time, but when given the choice, go with the avocado instead of the cheese. When given the choice, do a salad with quinoa or rice, brown rice, instead of a sandwich. Those are kind of the hacks that I do even like at Panera, for example. Okay. Number nine, swap out processed foods. Like when you are in the grocery store and you are looking for a quick, like maybe something to bring to a party and you go and you get like those baked goods, something like that, or you go and you get chips and dip. I would highly suggest it doesn't take longer and it's honestly often cheaper. Just go and get some fruit and bring a fruit platter or get some eggs, hard boil them and make some deviled eggs. We mix ours with avocado and we make deviled eggs with avocado. People love them and they're just so much better. Do a homemade cupcake or cake versus a store-bought one. The amount of garbage that is in any of that store-bought stuff, basically most of the stuff that you find inside the grocery store, not on the perimeter of the grocery store. So if you can make a few swaps like that when you go to a party, and again, this goes along with number one, being intentional in the morning, spending five minutes thinking, I'm going to this party. Instead of going to the grocery store to grab something on my way, what could I prepare 
take me a few extra minutes, but it's going to make a very big difference, not just for me, but for everybody that's at that party. Okay. Um, alcohol. Okay. So you're going to have cocktails. You're going to have drinks. I do the same thing. Y'all know I love my wine. So a couple of things with this, I want you to realize that there are very few regulations on alcohol in terms of what's actually inside. If you go to look at my fitness pal, you are going to see total garbage when it comes to accuracy of what's going on in your alcohol. Okay. So if you have wine, understand that if the fitness pal says wine is like 60 to 90, hundred calories, it's triple that very likely there is as much sugar in a bottle of wine as there is in a glazed donut. So if you're going to have the alcohol, remember that is a sugar. It is not replacing your carb because it doesn't hold any nutritional value. So add vegetables as much as you can. This is why, again, there's so many things that can kind of uh, go together here. Bring a tray of veggies to a party, have alcohol, have your veggies first, and then have the alcohol. That fiber in those veggies are going to help make you feel full. They're going to help absorb some of those sugars, and they're going to keep you from uh, kind of spiking your blood sugar all over the place. So think about that. I would absolutely swap out your alk. If you're drinking wine, you should absolutely be doing clean crafted wine. And if you need more information about that, put clean crafted in the comments. I would, I always say if my friend knew how much I loved wine and didn't tell me about clean crafted wine, I would be mad at her. Clean crafted wine doesn't have any added sugar. It's not going to cost you more. It doesn't have any added toxic pesticides, sulfites, or any of that stuff. And it tastes absolutely delicious. It's a no brainer swap. So think about where you are with the alcohol, pair it with some foods, go clean crafted. Even those white claws and those seltzers, they only have the nutritional label on the non-alcoholic part of it. You guys, that's not okay with me. They do not have to disclose what's going on in the alcohol. And I promise you from the research that I've done and what I know, you would be totally disgusted and angry. So don't go and buy it. Don't feed that industry. Okay. Find ways to be able to make your own right? Make your own or go clean crafted. Let me know if you need more information on that. Okay. Number 11 is about drinking water. I did talk about in another one. There's a lot of things that connect here. The hydration. Again, we have a clean digest, uh, a clean electrolyte, which is incredible. I now am drinking all of my water all the time because I find it hard to drink all the water that I need to drink. But especially in the summer, you are sweating. You need electrolytes. You need water. You need hydration. If you are thirsty, you are already dehydrated. Your body needs hydration. If you could just focus on that all summer long, you will be further ahead than you are today. I promise you. Okay, get outside. Now, this is going to help spin a couple of plates as well. So in the morning, you, you need to be able to have cortisol and um, melatonin in order to be able to get your rhythm on a cycle that will work for your hormones, your sleep, and your health. So you should have higher cortisol in the morning and higher um melatonin in the evening. I don't want you to be taking the melatonin supplement. That is going to kind of, in some ways, trick your body into getting the melatonin. You want to try to help produce it as much as you can on your own. You need sleep. If you do not sleep, your body will never, ever release the toxins, release the fat, or get healthy. Full stop. Check out Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. It's in our in our shop. I have an Amazon link for that. Uh, undeniable amount of research about how important sleep is. You can do this this summer. So here's one way that you're going to be able to do that. 
wake up in the morning and get outside even for 10 or 15 minutes. That's going to help raise your cortisol level. It's going to give you energy. It's exactly what your body needs at that time of the day. We don't want the cortisol level at night that spikes our blood sugar and it keeps us from sleeping. So get outside during sunset. That amber glow is actually going to trigger a reaction to produce melatonin in your body. Isn't that amazing? So that's a really easy way to get your circadian rhythm going and start spinning some plates. Look, I'm not even talking about all the ways that you have to learn the new language of what we teach. These are simple swaps. Okay, number 13, sleep in a totally dark room. My husband and I, if our room isn't totally dark, we go uh, light, what do we say? Oh my gosh. Um, oh gosh, I'm gonna forget the word. We say this like every single night. Um, light pollution. Oh my gosh, there we go. Light pollution, light pollution. So we all always say that we know, and, and Sean Stevenson's book, Again, Sleep Smarter, is an incredible resource to see the science behind it. Get yourself in a completely dark room. We don't have blackout curtains. So I like literally put like towels over it. I have no little lights on my like alarm or my phone or any of those things. No light from windows. Get yourself as dark of a room as possible. It is amazing what that will do for you if you did that and see yourself at the end of the summer. Okay, number 14, walk after you eat. So you have a meal. I want you to walk right after, even if you do it once a day, okay? Now we know blood sugar stabilization is, is the key. When you really learn the strategies that we teach at Disruptive Nutrition on how to eat, you're gonna learn all of the plates, all of the things. But again, I wanna just give you some really quick basic strategies. After you eat, walk. Now, if you ate a really kind of blood sugar spiking meal, you're gonna get that sugar high, then you get that low and you get real fatigued. Right. So that's why I want you to start listening to your body and figure out ways to get your blood sugar more stabilized. Combining your foods is going to be really important proteins and fats and carbs. And even though you don't know how to do that in the right portions, I just want you to be thinking about it. And you don't have to be perfect, but going for a walk right after is scientifically proven to be able to bring down your blood sugar levels. And it is an easy, easy hack to be able to do. Walk around your house for goodness sakes if it's raining outside. Okay. Last one. All right. If you need to snack now, Cravings are a sign of a dysregulated blood sugar. That is a short-term effect that will have a long-term impact if we don't deal with this. But again, this summer, let's just do what we can. If you're going to snack, I want you to think about a savory snack versus a sweet snack. Even if it's not fully balancing your blood sugar, just that difference is going to matter. Another quick swap would be instead of a soda, like a diet soda. So many people think a diet soda is good and they're like, oh, I know it's got that artificial sugars in it, but it's, at least it's not as bad as regular soda and sugar. Believe it or not, what your body sees, feels, knows, recognizes when you have an artificial sweetener, which is like a thousand times actually sweeter than sugar is, your body will release insulin and you are going to be all over the map when it comes to your blood sugar levels. Do just, if you can do one thing this summer, just avoid the soda, avoid the diet, have the electrolyte that I was talking about in your water, I am telling you, it is so good. There's a little bit of sweetness there. It is clean. It is an amazing replacement for a soda. Have a seltzer. Topo Chico seltzers are my favorite. A LaCroix, something like that. Your body will start to get used to that. You might need to feel it a little bit at first, but add some lemon, add some lime. Adding some of that is going to give you that flavor burst, which will allow your body to be able to start to get used to that and want the carbonation and the seltzer versus the soda, okay? So these are my 15 quick hacks. Ready, one, 
little time with yourself in the morning, intentionality, have a shake, the, have the basic balancing blood sugar, try to pair your protein, fats, and carbs as much as you can throughout the day. Even if you don't know a lot of it, get your meals smaller. If you go to the restaurant, have them pack up half, eat half, eat the other half, four hours later. Don't be hungry before parties, even have a half of a protein shake or a half of a protein bar. Add something green before eating. If you're going to have mac and cheese, have a salad, have spinach, have some green vegetable before that. Supplements smarter. Adding some really high quality foundational supplements like a digestion enzyme, hydration, a collagen, something like that, that is going to really help. Nitric oxide, that I forgot to mention that. Huge, huge, huge. Uh, number eight, limit gluten and dairy as much as you can. Not totally, but maybe not as much as you as you have been. Swap out processed food for simple meals made at home. It's going to make a huge difference for your health and your family's health. If you're going to have alcohol, pair it with food, especially veggies. Go clean crafted if you can. Drink water, hydrate yourself. Get outside, get that cortisol burst from the sun in the morning, get the melatonin coming in from the sunset in the afternoon. That's going to, in the evening, that's going to help your sleep. Sleep in a totally dark room, walk after you eat and have something savory versus sweet. Swap your soda for example, for seltzer or electro, the hydration and um, electrolyte that I suggest. I will put links in here so you can all see them, get access to them, ask any questions that you have. This is so important and so simple. Do you have to do all 15? No, pick a couple, put in the comments, which ones are you gonna try? Which ones are you gonna do? What can you commit to? Something is better than nothing, I promise. Take a hold of this. Do not let summer go by where you are in worse shape worse condition, worse health than you are right now. A little bit of progress will over time will go a very long way. Thanks guys.